Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast. Andrea Earhart here, muralist, adventurer, and your host as I interview inspiring artists who are killing it in the art game to show you that it's completely possible to make a great living doing the thing you love to do. We highlight the business side of art to help you reach more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creative freedom. (laughs) Enjoy the show. This episode is sponsored by the Mural Master Program inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. This program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process. From coming up with an idea, to finding a wall to paint it on, to pitching your ideas to businesses, and finally, of course, I teach you exactly how to paint large scale. Murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business. I know because it has been one of the top ways that I've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as I have. With several years of experience as a muralist, I've dialed down the painting techniques, the proposals, the pitching, the whole bit. And now I've compiled it into one resource for you called the Mural Master Program. This is included inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, and I would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co, that is artistacademy.co, and click the link to see the Mural Master Program and learn more. And that's it, so let's get on with the show. Hello, hello! Our episode today is all about deposits. It's <laughs> so fun! But before we get into that, I got a lot of great feedback from last time when I just told you a little bit about my day, and this has a purpose to it, so just let me get into it. It is Monday night right now as I'm currently recording this. I'm actually recording it live inside the Artist Academy Advance so that they can get a little sneak peek and also ask me questions throughout this so I can answer it for them. But it is nine o'clock at night and I'm recording this the night before this airs. So you will be hearing it about 12 hours from now. And this is just procrastination at its finest. And I wanted to share that because I think it just kind of makes it a little bit more real and to show you that I am not some superhuman person. Sometimes things get procrastinated and sometimes, you know, life gets busy. And I worked I'd painted 10 hours today, so that's why this is happening at 9 o'clock at night. And so I painted for 10 hours today, and then I came home, and my husband was like, hey, let's go out and let's get something to eat. And I was like, okay, well, we gotta hurry, because I gotta record something as soon as we get home before we go to bed. He's like, okay. So we're at dinner, and we're talking, and I'm like trying to hurry through everything, and he's talking, and (laughs) we just have some conversation and I kind of slow down a little bit and relax try to live in the moment a little bit and I was telling him about how I have to record this podcast episode because I've had a podcast episode come out every Tuesday and he's like well you know I'm on Wednesday you don't have a very busy day so maybe what if you just recorded it on Wednesday and I was like no (laughs) I cannot do that (laughs) no 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 that's a big no no and I just kind of 
also had a small, short reminder as to myself that I've had a podcast episode come out every single Tuesday morning, every single Tuesday morning for the last year and a half since I started the podcast. And I know, so every Wednesday in the Artist County Advanced, we, we do a little thing where it's like a win Wednesday and you celebrate your wins. And so I just took a second as I was literally speaking that to my husband and saying how I couldn't miss this Tuesday because it's been, you know, it's a tradition. It's a consistent thing that I do. And so I was like, oh, I'm just kind of patting myself on the back for being that consistent for a year and a half because that's a big deal. And I wanted to share that because I know that how much that... I share that consistency is the key to doing so much. You know, the consistent artist, the consistent podcaster, or whatever you're doing, consistency will beat out raw talent or lazy talent any day. If you can be consistent and you can just practice over and over, that is what's going to get you there. And I practice what I preach, which is why... I did not (laughs) just say, oh, well, maybe I can do it on Wednesday. I was like, no, that goes against everything. I'm literally preaching to you guys every week is consistency and doing the hard stuff and doing the business stuff and all of that. So I just want to say I am, even though it's a little inconvenient for me to be doing this at night because I have to go paint all day tomorrow too, I'm still doing it. I'm still showing up. And I hope that that encourages you as well to show up and do the thing, even though it's a little hard, and to get it out there because it really, really, really does make up for it in the end. And it it's just, it's the way to go. Okay, I'm going to get off my little soapbox there. And we're going to talk about deposits. So this episode is all about deposits, which is not the sexiest topic, but I think that it can be very, very useful, which is why we're talking about it today. I'm going to be sharing some of my behind the scenes stories about times where I didn't take deposits at all <laughs> and have gotten burned from it. And the times where deposits have saved me from a lot of extra work. And up until now, to where I require a deposit before I do literally anything, before I put anything on my schedule, I require a deposit. (laughs) But I want to talk about the pros and cons of that. And I want to really compare from... And again, this is from my point of view. I think a lot of artists have different ways of doing this. But compare it from when I first started out... And, you know, maybe not taking some deposits back then and how it, how that benefited me. So how not taking deposits in the very beginning benefited me up until now to where taking deposits is also benefiting me because I'm a little bit further along and how that changed. So if you don't know what a deposit is, basically a deposit just to, you know, go way back to square one, just so that we're all super clear. A deposit is a small amount of money that someone pays you before you do a job. And so that's basically kind of like like ordering something online, right? You have to pay for it before Amazon will ship it to you. <laughs> it's the same thing with an art business. You know, it's, a, it's an exchange of goods. People have to pay for something in order to then receive it. Same thing. Kind, kind of think about it like that, like it's a, it's a transaction. How do you take a deposit? I take it via Venmo, typically. I used to take it PayPal whenever they did a send to a friend option. Now they take a fee on basically everything on on PayPal and I just don't like that. So I try to do cash or Venmo. Most people have Venmo or you could do Cash App, whatever you 
think, but I typically take a deposit via Venmo and then a total payment via a check later on. So two separate things. And the pros of taking a deposit is it's just making sure the client is serious. And that's it. <laughs> that's really it. That's one of the, basically the only pro of doing a deposit that I have found. You know, it makes sure the client is serious, which basically makes sure you're not wasting your time. And some examples of wasting your time, <laughs> whereof I have wasted my time this year, is, okay, so earlier in the year, a a company. I'm not even going to say what company it is. <laughs> they wanted me to paint their bus. And it was the first time I had ever painted a bus. I was super excited about it, especially because the colors were super fun and everything they were describing about it. I was just like, ah, oh, yeah. And I had painted for this customer before. And so I thought, heck yeah, they're reliable. I know they're going to pay me. You know, everything is great. Like, this is awesome. I can't wait to work for this customer again. I loved it. And so I started sketching on this bus, and we went back and forth, and it was like the third revision, although each revision took maybe an hour and a half, maybe, and like tops two hours, okay? And so I, I had a couple hours into this thing, and then they came back with saying that they weren't going to do it. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> um, and I, get, I got caught up in the excitement of really wanting to do the project. And I had painted for them before, so I didn't even think about doing a deposit, really. I was like, they're good for it. I know them. And they ended up not doing it. And so <laughs> that's where it landed. And that's that's just, that's where it is. Because, and then we didn't end up doing it. So I'm I'm not salty about it, but I'm a little sad about it. <laughs> and I ended up losing, you know, two, three hours of work uh, that I did not get paid for on this bus. And it took me a little off guard. I was like, wait a second. Because <laughs> not all things end up like that, you know? So most people, and I would say 90% of the people that come to me, if we have a phone conversation and if they send me their wall so I could then sketch on it and procreate on the iPad, you know, if we have a conversation and if, you know, they tell me their ideas and all of that, 90% of the time, if I sketch it out, we end up doing it. And so it always just takes me off guard when people don't end up doing a project. And in the beginning, that's what I would do. I, I wasn't, I wouldn't take a deposit because very few times I, you know, people would ask for something and then it wouldn't happen. However, here recently with things like the bus and then there was another one let's see up towards the beginning of the year like during COVID I think it was when it was this doctor's office called me and they were basically talking about how somebody had just quoted them ten thousand dollars to do this permanent mural on their windows and I was like oh wow okay uh, it, it was basically a sign company had quoted them like ten thousand dollars to do this project for them and they explained it to me and we, we know we talked on the phone and I gave them a quote. I was like, it'll, it might be 3000. I think, I think it'll be around there. And they were ecstatic. They were like, oh my gosh, it's not going to cost 10,000. We are so excited. And so I thought in my head, okay, these guys are 
good. Like, they are down. Like, it's happening. So I spent about two hours on sketches. They sent me their photos and everything, and I got it all mocked up. And then we were talking about when to start and everything, and then they just didn't respond to an email. And I was like, okay, that's weird. So I waited about seven days, and when I kind of remembered that they hadn't responded, I messaged them again. I emailed them again and said, hey, um, is this, does this date work? Because we had literally had everything else set and done. And they responded with, we decided to go in another direction. And that's it. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. And I was like, okay. Um, so I wrote back and I said, hey, um, so can I ask why? Like, what's going on? Like, it's okay. Um, very nice about it, but just like really wanting more explanation. And she was, they were just very short and saying, nope, no, thank you. And so I was like, great. So all those, a few hours are wasted again. And so these happened a couple months apart and then a couple more happened this year. And just to, you know, remind you that 90% of the jobs that approach me end up going through with no hassle at all. And I thought it was just weird here recently that so many just kind of kept falling through for some, for some weird reasons. And, and or they just decided not to do it or whatever. And I think it's because they had no skin in the game. And these were several thousand dollar projects. And when it came time to it, I think they, they were excited in the beginning. And then something happened to where, you know, they put something else above this project. You know, so they wanted to invest it somewhere else. Or they wanted to do this instead. Or they're going to use someone else. Or they could use my sketches. I have no idea. But something happened because they don't have any skin in the game and they can do that. There's no deposit, basically, which is the the purpose of this whole thing. There's no deposit and there's no reason for them to, you know, see this out. And I think some people, so I had this happen again with a chiropractor company in Kansas, Kansas City, actually earlier, and I did multiple revisions for her. I, again, I didn't take a deposit because I just, you know, I'm very Midwest girl like that. So, like, nice. Yeah, everybody, you know, a handshake is good enough. Like, they, they said they were going to, so they're going to do it. <laughs> like, I'm very naive like that. <laughs> and so this chiropractor office, we went back and forth, back and forth, and then... She ended up saying, you know, no, never mind. She, she gave the excuse, and it's probably a legitimate excuse. You know, people aren't out to get us. They just changed their mind. And her decision that changed her mind was that, well, she, they were renting, and they weren't, they weren't sure how long they were going to be in that building, so they decided it. And then she said to, for, she asked me to bill her for my time. So I did. I billed her for two hours worth of time. And, but it's very rare that people will be okay with that or even ask you for that. But I think it definitely, you know, you can tell the difference between the businesses who do that and ones who offer and then ones who ghost you. And I think you just take a mental note of that and whenever they come back asking for something, then it's time to get your ducks in a row and just know how they are and go forward with it like nothing is wrong. So, that uh, company that I designed the bus for a couple weeks ago, they messaged me again. They're like, hey, we would love to do some photo op wings. 
And I said, oh my gosh, I would absolutely love to. Again, not acting mad at all that, you know, they wasted my time with the bus, whatever. You know, we're moving on. They were like, okay, yeah. We, and they just went to explain how they wanted a bunch of candies on their on these wings and how they, they wanted this and not that. I was like, okay, awesome. Cannot wait for to do this for you. This sounds amazing. And it's actually funny because I pulled up the proposal that I did for them a year and a half ago. So this was this was two two weeks ago we were talking about it. And a year and a half ago, I had actually pitched to them candy wings and they decided not to do it. So I got to be like, hey, okay, I pulled this out of our email from, you know, so many months ago. Is this what you're meaning? Because they had like thought it was a brand new idea to them. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, kind of like that, but we want some changes. And I was like, okay, no big deal. I'm going to take a $300 deposit. It's probably going to cost you $1,500 total for the wings. Um, I have some time open early December. Does that work for you? And then they replied with, okay, we're going to have to talk about this. We'll let you know. So basically they weren't serious again. (laughs) They weren't serious. And you know, (laughs) I think Things like this happen and it makes us a little like, ugh, dude, really. But we really can't take anything personal. You know, we're in an art business and taking something personal like that is not always a good idea. (laughs) So, however, learning from your mistakes like that is a really, really good idea. So asking for a deposit, which is why now I asked for, I always ask for a $300 deposit upfront and then I tell them that they pay the rest whenever they are happy and love it in the end. And a lot of people like to hear that because I'm going to make sure that they love it in the end. I know that. And just to know that they don't have to pay any more until the end of it, I usually say, hey, this is a $300 deposit and then you pay the rest when I'm finished and you love it. And every single customer responds with a very great you know, response to that saying that quote. I, I basically tell them that, that exact thing every single time. And I'm just going to repeat it again. Just so, you know, you guys don't have like a deer in headlights whenever somebody's asking you for something and you're scared to ask for a deposit. I always say, okay, awesome. <laughs> I, I just take $300 now to start sketching and hold a date and then you pay the rest after I'm done and you love it. Just like that. And I say love it because I think it's just really, really assuring to know that I'm on their side and I'm not just going to take their money and throw something up. I'm going to make sure that they love it, which is the business we're in. Unless you're, you know, in your studio painting for yourself and you just sell your paintings, that is a little different and bless you because I feel like that is one of the artist's ultimate dream is to just paint whatever you want, whenever you want. But I am in a customer service business right now. Murals are very much, you know, you were taking the customer's vision and making it come to life on their wall. And we're putting our own little spin on it. But ultimately, it's their idea that we have to, you know, make into something and put on a 2D wall and make it 3D and make sure that they love it. So really just saying, you know, you pay the rest after you love it really helps them. So when I take a deposit, it's usually a low deposit, 
100 $300, $500. It, it, it's also very much dependent on the job. If it's a very small job, sometimes like a one-day project, sometimes I'll do 100 If it's a two-day project, sometimes I'll do 300 And if it's a bigger project, I take $500 before I even start sketching. So, and then if it's even a bigger project than that, I usually take $500 before I start sketching, and then I'll take even more before I start painting. But taking some money before you start sketching just ensures that your time is not wasted, and it also makes sure that they are serious. After all of this happened, so it's only been about a couple months since I've decided to take deposits, and... Let me tell you why. So in the beginning, I heard something from an artist who was much more experienced than me. And I feel like that's how we all get our our advice, right? Or artists that are much more experienced than us giving us advice kind of like <laughs> this. But he told me that if you show a client a design that they love they'll make it happen and they'll pay whatever you want. So for the first couple years, having been given that advice, I, you know, my main mission was to create a sketch that the client loves so that I can charge appropriately. And I think, you know, asking for money up front before there's any sketch, any ideas put on paper, any anything, I think you're... You're running the risk of, you know, a client backing out before they love it, okay? And nowadays, I'm going to take a deposit no matter what all the time because my schedule is full and I don't have time to just do a lot of different sketches for a lot of different people. I, like, now I, it doesn't matter to me anymore because I know that there will be another customer and it doesn't matter to me if I get every one of the customers that approaches me. However, in the beginning, I know how precious that is. And I know how you're feeling whenever someone approaches you on Instagram or Facebook and they slide into your DM and they're saying, hi, I saw you've been doing art. I, I need my garage doors painted. How much would you charge? And you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what, what do I say? I don't want to outbid myself. What do I do? And I know you're saying that because I have Artist Academy students messaging me, as you should as you should. I love when they do this, by the way. So Taryn, if you're listening, or anybody else who messages me all the time on Instagram, like, uh, I love it. So keep doing it. But I know from you guys messaging me and telling me how you're feeling and me literally feeling your anxiety through the inbox, I know that whenever someone messages you and you're in the very beginning of your career, and it might be, you know, your first mural or your first five murals or whatnot, like you do not want to lose a customer ever (laughs) like you don't want to give them a bad price or the wrong price or too high and you don't want it like there is nothing worse than you know someone you losing a customer that you might have you know potential art money whenever you get your first few art dollars from putting paint on a wall or a canvas I understand so which is why I wanted to you know differentiate where I'm at right now taking a deposit before I even sketch Whereas in the beginning, the, the philosophy that I went with and the philosophy that I think early artists should go with, again, this is just my opinion, I'm sure other people have others, but this is mine based on my experience, is that it's okay to do some sketches, some light sketches, and 
get your client to love it before taking a deposit. And you might have a little bit of wasted time whenever you do this. And you could give them, you know, just a base price of what it would be just to make sure they're okay with $500 or however much you're going to charge, $200, $1,000, whatever it is. And to also maybe get an idea of how much they want to spend, that's a good idea too, you know, just getting, like, feeling them out, but also saying that you can create artwork to fit any budget. <laughs> like, whatever your budget is, is how amazing I'm going to make it. Whether it's going to be basic, or if it'll be, you know, a little bit more expensive, it'll be amazing. That's, that's literally what I tell people. I'm like, I can fit a mural into any budget. You let me know what your budget is, and if it's $500, it'll be a decent mural. If it's it's going to be an amazing mural, like unbelievable mural. And you let me know where your budget is because that's going to decide how amazing this is going to be and how detailed it's going to be as well. Taking a deposit before you've shown them something amazing, I think can hinder your chances of getting that job. And in the beginning, you want to get every single job you can. (laughs) I actually had a student come to me here recently and she was talking about doing a project for a local business and she was scared that the business wasn't going to pay her um but she still wanted to do it (laughs) and I would say just you know off on another little tangent right now but just my advice with that is a lot of artists a lot of established artists especially will tell you never do anything for free and I think that they are mostly right and I'm sure I would get, I will get a lot of pullback from this or pushback. However, this kind of, this goes back to the early days artists versus the more established days artists. In the beginning, I think it's okay to do stuff for free. And don't shoot me. I feel like all these older artists are going to listen to this and be like, ah, why would you tell them that? (laughs) Hear me out. I think it's okay to do some stuff for free, like do some sketches to get their attention and, you know, really just get the idea going, get them excited, you know, because art is all about the excitement of it. You got to get it while it's hot because art is, you know, it's not a necessity. It's not. Sorry, guys. It's not. (laughs) We, we are a want, not a need. We are an aesthetic we are not water. (laughs) So get them while they're excited. Getting them excited, I think is is key in this. And, you know, I would say to that student, you know, what I, what I gave the advice for that student was that if, you know, if you want to do it for free, then do it, but try to get money out of them first, (laughs) give them a bid and make them tell you no, that we're not going to pay you. And then the, the decider factor is, will you get more jobs from this? Like, how are they going to promote you? And so with hers, it was going to be in a public space. Other people were going to see it very often. And so that was the decider for it. And so I was like, yeah, go, like, go for it. But I would say if it's in someone's home and nobody is going to see it out in public ever, even if they say they're going to post it on Facebook for you, no, sorry, don't do that for free. But if it's in a public setting, so like this one was a bar and they were going to have the, her art there and it was, it might have led to other jobs. And so I said, yes, do that for free. Okay, that's on a different tangent. I feel like I could make a whole episode on whether you should do stuff for free or not. <laughs> And again, I feel like I'm shielding myself and like, 
don't other artists please don't come after me for telling other artists to do it for free because I think I think there's a time and I think there's a place and I think each each scenario needs to be ironed out on its own so if you have a scenario where you someone's wanting you to do something for free just send me a dm on instagram i would love to hear it out and i would love to talk to you about it um and maybe help give you a little bit of advice because there are a lot of scenarios where you should not do with art for free you should not but in the beginning, I think you should take what you can get, and especially maybe if it's a nonprofit. That, that's what I did in the beginning. If it was a nonprofit, I was like, whatever, I'm not taking a deposit. I'm not, not doing anything. I'm just going to do it for you for free because you're making the world a better place. <laughs> okay, anyway. Okay, so Kelly Patridge has a question. She is watching live in the Artist Academy Advanced. And she has a really, really great question. So thank you for bringing this up, Kelly. She asks, is the deposit refundable? Great question, right? So typically, I would say no. Deposits are not refundable. And I would say no if they're, you know, if you have to put some work into it. So if I'm having to spend an hour or so on sketches, that's mostly what the deposit is for. It's to make sure I'm not wasting my time on sketches and not wasting time at all and make sure they're serious. And it's also to hold the date. So I tell everybody, you know, I don't, you know, you don't get a spot in my calendar unless you have a deposit. And I, I mostly say it in a ni- way nicer way by saying the deposit is for me to start sketching and to hold a spot on my calendar. And they're like, okay, great. And so if there's a bunch of time in it that I put into it, and I've actually never had someone cancel. So I don't know that I'm really good at, you know, giving you two sides of the coin on this answer. However, I would say, though, if someone gave me a $100 deposit and I had to do no sketches and they got a spot on my calendar and like I've had to do no work other than a five minute or 15 minute phone call whatever to plan out the mural and they knew exactly what they wanted they already had sketches and everything like I had to do no work up front and they gave me a hundred dollar deposit or 300 or whatever to hold that spot and they ended up having to cancel the week before day before whenever personally I would refund it to them and it, and I think that's more of me looking at on the side of, you know, having a customer service mentality because, you know, that's what we are. Like we are nothing without our customers and <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and so me refunding someone because, I mean, whether they have a good excuse or not, you know, or they were just like, you know, I thought about it and I just want to do wallpaper. I don't want to do a mural. And I'll be like, okay, that's your choice. No big deal. And I'll be like, I will, you know, I'll, I'll refund you. I'll, and I would normally, I would probably say, and this is just me playing mind games with people. <laughs> I would normally say, you know, I usually don't refund people. Um, but you know, I, I don't mind refunding you because I, I understand. And normally you're, that's going to, get you someone who is going to still be talking well of you about me about my art and as opposed to the other side of it if you refuse to refund them even if they ask for it or whatnot you say nope sorry it's non-refundable um you're wasting my time like I 
I scheduled a day for you and you're not using it. You know, I just don't think that's a good look. And other people might think otherwise, but my personal opinion is we are in a customer service industry and we are nothing without our customers and making someone happy is what we do. That is what we do for a living. And so, you know, refunding someone if they need it, you know, if you've put in no work, I think that that is legitimate. Okay. And, you know, because I think it's just also like knowing the intent of people, like they aren't intending to do this to you. You know, nobody, nobody wants to give a deposit and have to ask for it back. Like that sucks. And so just giving it to them, being the nicest way you can, they're going to still be a cheerleader for your business. And as opposed to the other way where they, you know, you get a sour customer and they're not going to talk that great about you. That's what we don't want. We, we want to be the go-to person in our area, the person who is the easiest to deal with, the most reliable, and gives the best result. And I think giving a deposit back to someone, even though you advertise it as non-refundable, I think it's okay to advertise it as non-refundable. However, in the moment, if someone needs it back then I'd say give it back to them. So I hope that that answers your question, Kelly. (laughs) Thank you so much for asking, is the deposit refundable? Let's see. Okay, so my, (laughs) as I was having dinner with my husband earlier, I was telling him about the, uh, the subject that I was going to do because he is very much into this business with me. He hears all the things and I go over all the scenarios with him and, you know, and he, he's like, I have something to add. I'm like, oh, what is it? He's like, you should remind everybody that and myself, because I'm not very good at doing this. You should remind people that whenever they get a deposit to do sketches, as soon as the client likes it, the client needs to sign a contract. <laughs> and I just laugh at that because I have a really nice contract. It's amazing and it would hold up. <laughs> and I never have people sign it because I, okay, I don't, I don't want to say never. I'd say oh, 50% of the time I don't have people sign it because, again, I am this nice Midwestern girl who thinks that anybody <laughs> anybody who tells me they're going to do something, is they're going to follow through with it. And I've never been burned with it before. Yeah, I, think, I think that's the thing is with deposits, you know, I've gotten burned because I've wasted my time. On a contract, I have not gotten burned yet to where someone has not paid. Oh, wait. Now that I'm thinking about it, yes, I have once, <laughs> just one time. And it was like a $500 job, which is um, one of the lower end jobs for me. But okay, yeah, that that's happened once. Okay, once last year. <laughs> anyway, okay, it hasn't happened that much. And so I, I have a really hard time remembering to send out a contract to literally everybody but that is in the same subject as this so you should have a contract for your business that basically just states how much was paid so how much of a deposit they have paid and how much they're going to pay and how much they are expecting so again that just makes sure that you you know if they have a budget for a medium mural like a medium uh, medium amazing mural, so not super low budget, not super high, but right in the middle. That needs to be stated in however way you want to do that. You can say medium amazing, <laughs> whatever you think, whatever will hold up, and whatever is understood. But he said, he was like, make sure that you mention to them to send a contract, because that's just another part of it. 
Okay, so I told you to do that. And if you need contracts or an estimate um, template or a bid template to, you know, show a bid for your job or to show an estimate or an invoice template or anything, they are inside of your Artist Academy Advanced membership website. You can literally download them and plug into it. These are the exact bids and estimates and invoices and contracts that I use most of the time in my own art business. Okay. All right. That's about it. That's all really the stories that I have. If you don't want to waste any, any, any of your time, if you cannot afford to waste any time and really who can, then take a deposit. Take a deposit, guys. And a lot of people will not fight you on that, especially if it's super low and you promise them that you're going to do amazing. So, okay, I'm going to go to bed now. Okay, thanks for listening. I will see you guys next week. This episode is sponsored by the Mural Master Program inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. This program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process from coming up with an idea to finding a wall to paint it on to pitching your ideas to businesses and finally of course i teach you exactly how to paint large scale murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business i know because it has been one of the top ways that i've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as i have with several years of experience as a muralist i've dialed down the painting techniques the proposals the pitching, the whole bit. And now I've compiled it into one resource for you called the Mural Master Program. This is included inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, and I would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co, that is artistacademy.co, and click the link to see the Mural Master Program and learn more. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. If you review our podcast and send a screenshot of that review to me on Instagram, I am art by Andrea Earhart. I will gladly share your art on my Instagram story with a reach of over 60,000 as a thank you for helping us grow this Artist Academy community. And speaking of community, if you would like to be a part of our absolutely free and very encouraging community on social media, just head over to facebook.com slash groups slash Artist Academy, and I will see you next week.